Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Would you like to know a couple reasons, according to psychologists and psychiatrists, why people believe what you say in your fortune-telling bit? Sure. It says here, class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, and my wife is happy because... Happy Halloween, Tammy. Thank you for this, the whole month, man. This is your favorite holiday. I love it. That is weird. Why? Why is that weird? I don't know. Most people say Christmas, maybe Thanksgiving. You get a lot of Easter, but Halloween? Oh, yeah. Man, that's out there. Well, the, you know what? The colors look spectacular. That's right. I love the collection of all the old pumpkins from the 1940s. Yeah, you you, you folks can't see it. I might want to take a picture and... Uh, and put it up on Facebook for this show. Every big holiday, you decorate the mantle. I mean, we got some nice stuff for Christmas. Don't get me wrong. You have some nice stuff for Thanksgiving, Easter as well. The collection of stuff you have from the 1920s, 30s, 40s that you found at thrift shops is ridiculous. I I think I started, because I started the collection probably about, what, 16 years ago? Oh, easily. Easily. So I think I started before the uh, Halloween, uh, what, how can you say it? Craze. Yeah, the Halloween craze got, you know to the point that it is yeah. today. Well, you were Halloween before Halloween was uh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. So now I have a huge collection. Now, here's the thing. Our son just became a teenager. He just turned 13, which means he retired to his room and comes out about once a day to claim something else is uncool. But And he stinks constantly. And he stinks constantly. Yeah. But as part of his sort of birthday celebration off the week, he wanted to go see the movie It. Which was, you know, a reboot of the TV movie with Tim Curry in it. And as much as I love Tim Curry, yeah. I adored this new movie, Ooh. It. I thought it was wonderful. It is right now uh, New Line's biggest domestic take. Uh, $293 million, and the movie it defeated was The Sixth Sense with, uh, of course, Bruce Willis, I See Dead People. So it keeps going. It is going to be a massive hit. They made it very clear at the end of the film that that was part one, that a part two is coming. Oh, and I was so happy when they said that. Right. It's well done, and it's not just... Sometimes you get... Uh, scary movies like Hostel. Yeah. It, it's so gross and over the top, you don't even want to watch it. You're done by like Hostel number two, right? right? Or this number one. Saw. Yeah. I, I could take two saws after that no more. This is just scary enough, just funny enough. It's a perfect date movie. So if you know someone who enjoys Halloween. So we're going to talk a whole lot about clowns, why people are afraid of clowns. Good. Also, we're going to talk about you as a fortune teller. We're going to talk about candy. We're going to have some fun. Okay. And we need a playlist. So. Songs about or including clowns. Ooh, yes. Oh, nice. Jerry Rafferty, stuck in the middle with you. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. I know it's Steeler's Wheel, but it's listed under Jerry Rafferty. Here you go, right here on Rock School. 
Stuck in the middle with you, Steelers Wheel, as you said uh, off mic. It's a song that when it comes on, you must sing with it. You got to. Halloween celebration today, and we're talking about clowns mainly. We have a lot, a lot of other stuff for you, but mainly clowns. Coulrophobia, C-O-U-L-R-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. There will be a spelling test later. The fear of clowns. Do you fear clowns, Tammy Burns? No way. Don't you really? No. They're not like weird or creepy or anything? No, I love it. Really? Well, guess what? You're what? You're in the minority. It says here that when studies are done, especially with young kids, there was one in Sarasota, Florida, where people were asked, young kids, 12 to 24, yeah. what do you think about clowns? And the I can't stand them was the winner. The same thing was redone in the UK, and it said here that most children disliked clowns. Why? The overriding idea was that they looked odd or funny. They weren't quite human. They sort of, like zombies, they sort of skirt that line of being alive Real and being not. dead. Right, and the white face doesn't help that at all. And plus, when you think about clowns, do you immediately go to the happy Ringling Brothers juggling balls clown, or do you immediately go to it anymore? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's where it's being well, taken. Well, you know, our generation... Mm-hmm. Uh, us folks in our 50s, <laughs> 50s we grew up with uh, Bozo the Clown. Right. We had Do you remember clown. that? He was I'm on TV. S- I see him. The he whole was, time. It, did he have his own show or he, was he, he part had, of the Captain Kangaroo uh, show? I think he an- eventually had his own show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, let's look that up there in the next song. I don't remember if Bozo was by himself or with Captain Kangaroo, who, by the way, wasn't a real captain. I think he was an admiral. Well, listen, Bozo the Clown, mm-hmm. all, they had dolls. They right. had, you know, anything that you could think of with this clown, they mm-hmm. had it. That so, was in my house. So maybe clowns didn't start to go bad until the movies began portraying yeah. them. Because it's more frightening, which is why movies about exorcism and such work, it's more frightening when the thing is good and then you turn it backwards. Think of Cujo, uh, again, by Stephen King. Yeah. It's a dog. It's right. a, a lappy, slobbering dog that then turns and kills you. Couple other things. Ringling Brothers picked up on the idea that clowns were scaring children. So what they did is they had the clowns put the makeup on in front of the kids to show to them that, look, it's a human being. And also it says here, this is from David Kaiser, uh, the director of talent was for Ringling Brothers, Bonham and Bailey Circus. Name a play, movie, or story where the clown is the good guy. Well, you just did Bozo. Bozo. Can you name another one? Uh, where he's the good guy. Always Mm. seems to be the bad guy, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So, got to play another song with clown in it. Here's Elvis Costello. This one's easy to find. Clown Strike on Rock School. Okay, okay, we looked it up. Those of you who were huge, you know, fans of Captain Kangaroo, no. Bozo the Clown was not on Captain Kangaroo. He was out of, what do you think, Chicago? Is that what you found That's, originally? That seems to be the original. But was franchised all over every, the United it States. It looks like every uh, TV station did their own version of Bozo. Uh, so depending on which area you lived in, you might have had a cousin called Nozo or... 
you know, or the actual bozo. But yeah, yeah he there was were everywhere. Bozos. I think where my brain went bonkerlistic on this was that Bob Keeshan, who was Captain Kangaroo, mm-hmm. was also Clarabelle the Clown on yes. Howdy Doody's original show. Yeah, he was. And uh, from what I saw... I didn't I didn't catch anything that there was a clown on Captain Kangaroo. If there was, I don't know what it is. I mean, there's also Pagliacci, the uh, opera clown. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we fear clowns right yeah, there. That's it. You're singing. <laughs> Might be. It says here also, why do we hate clowns? Clowns are understood to be people. Every one of us has evil thoughts, and the mask allows clowns to act them out in secret. We can't do it. So the clown does it. That's the thought process. There's also this thing called the uncanny effect. Things look human, but they're not quite. Which is probably why aliens are human, that, and there's not a very big budget in the film. But still, this uncanny effect, that's human, but not quite. Right. Yeah. Right. Studies show that humans are overly turned into how humans move and act. A monster is not quite human. A clown is. Yeah. So again, a little bit of an oddity, you know, to it. And as Robin Williams talks about, when you're a little kid, clowns are huge and frightening. Robin Williams makes the sort of equivalent statement that Mickey Mouse, to his six-year-old kid, became a six-foot rat. Yes, he did. So because of size, the clown also, you know, moves out and does that kind of thing. But you know what? I, I'm not afraid of clowns, and I think it might be just because of our upbringing and when we were uprotten that we're not having any concerns with clowns. So let's play another one. We'll come back. We'll start talking about neato mosquito stuff that's going to go on this Halloween. What kind of candy? What kind of candy that supposedly every state likes? And I never agree with this, but this year it's a little different, and I'll tell you why. Uh oh. Charlie Brown, he's a clown. That Charlie Brown on Rock School. Feed me five, five, four, four, four. I smell smoke in the auditorium. Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, he's a clown. That Charlie Brown, he's... How's everybody always picking on me? When we were talking about, as we come into the first break here on our Halloween show, when we were talking about It being a reboot, and again, I know it was a television movie, it seems like reboots are the thing these days. Ghostbuster was rebooted. How many Iron Men? How many Batman? How many Spider-Man? All superheroes. Right, they keep going. And I know what people are going to say, well, that's the Marvel Universe. I mean, restarting the character. Spider-Man specifically. Batman specifically. I wonder why, I think I said this earlier in the show, my favorite uh, horror film is The Exorcist because it involves, the same way this clown thing was, it involves happiness, but it gets turned. So here's this thing, the church, this thing of blessed peace that gets turned on its ear. And I wonder why that hasn't been redone. Again, with one of the, the hot little young stars of the day like Miley Cyrus. I mean, I could see her barfing pea soup. Actual pea soup. So here we go. Top Halloween costumes for 2017. This comes from a Huffington Puffington Post uh, statement that they went in and sort of looked at all these different costume sellers. The number 10 this year is a zombie. Okay, easy, easy to Number nine, superheroes of all sorts. Uh, uh, Number eight is the yellow slicker. If you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. The yellow raincoat with the galoshes, holding a red balloon or a little boat 
right. made out of a hat. Max and one of his, our son, Max. Yes. He's going to go as a clown. And then his buddy. His buddy's going to wear the yellow slicker. Right. And we got to go get some red balloons for yep. them. Yep. Uh, number seven, Mermaid. They think it's because of that drink at uh, Starbucks this year. You know what I'm talking about? Was the unicorn, then they called yeah. it the mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Number six, Baywatch lifeguard. You gotta oh, have I like a, that. You gotta have a bod to do that, either of unbelievably fit or I don't care, I'm doing this for comedy effect. I'm praying for grown men to come dressed <laughs> as Baywatch to our house this with year, a, please. With a big hangover. Yeah. I love it. Uh, number five, anything Game of Thrones. I you have, know what? And, and, and I watched several seasons and I, yeah. I totally you know I get it that why yeah. it's so big but I may have a few problems in in going oh that's from Game of Thrones you know oh I've, I don't believe I've ever watched an entire episode the whole way through uh, yeah were did you I? sleeping I must have you been. watched like two seasons did I were you sleeping I probably uh-uh. number four Belle from Beauty and the Beast number three anything from Stranger Things that's just kids from the 80s. That's, that's you know? nothing. Number two, Wonder Woman. Okay, I like that. And number one, go ahead, take a swing at it. What do you think It's got to be is? a clown. It is. It's it's specifically Pennywise. Yes. Yeah, and you get that nice uh, white face with the little stripes. Oh, I love it. Red. Love it. Love it. Grab your little piece of paper. I believe we have somebody listening to us in a faraway land. Yeah. What is it? It's uh, W-Y-A-P in Clay, West Virginia. We're on the yap, Tammy. We're on the yap. Lots of clowns there. There, my friends, <laughs> right. lots of clowns there. Not to again go off topic, but do you remember? I guess it was about a year and a half ago when clowns were starting to just walk around cities outside. Oh, yeah, I'm, I was into that. What I found was really funny about it is people called the police and the cops said, well, Was the clown doing anything? No, I just want you to get rid of him. Well, if he's not breaking the law, we can't do anything. We had. Invites to parties for yeah. kids, mm-hmm. and it said no clown costumes. Right, because the kids were frightened of clowns. Do you know what I wanted to send my kids as? as a, with, when you tell me with no, blood, you got to go as a clown now. Blah, blah, I love you got to get a red balloon at your house <laughs> now if you're saying that stuff, right? Oh, this is why we have no friends. Okay, back in a minute on Rock School. You know, I thought of another clown during our childhood that was there all the time. Go ahead. Can you think of it? Well, I mean, I can remember a few different clowns. Ronald. Uh, oh, Ronald McDonald. Yes. That's right. That's and, we grew up with him being at every kid's birthday party. Remember? Oh, right. I get it. And the Hamburglar. I always wondered what his brain looked like. It's just a bunch of chewed meat. So <laughs> I, I probably have told this on the air before. But nothing was better in terms of clowns. Yeah. We, the, ra- the last radio station I was at, we were in charge of the big parade. Right. That occurred. And one year was just horrible because a massive fire hit at a warehouse and every one of the cop cars and every one of the fire engines that was supposed to be in the play. It was a Christmas parade, parade, right? Was it a Christmas parade? Yeah. And yep. zing, they took off. So we had like 12 people. But one year when it was a massive success, there was this guy who was all dressed in blue. And I don't know what he was. You know, Bluto the Clown. I'm sure that's not his name. Yeah. But he came over to us. You remember smoking oh, a yeah. Marlboro? Yes. He's in full clown getup. And he begins to go on this curse-laden rant against Ronald McDonald. 
And it was all I could do not to laugh in this guy's face. I'm, yeah, but the town that we lived in, the yes. guy that owned that owned McDonald's uh-huh. owned about ten of the franchises. They all brought over. Ronald in, so they had the real Ronald McDonald. That's right, showing up, That's right. and he was going to be the star of that parade. Right, and another guy was upset at the radio station where you and I met, WQLT 107.3, The Sound of the Shoals. Uh, That's not the way I said it. But we did something or other where we were giving away tickets to a... It was the fair. No, the fair. Was it a fair? Huge fair. I've done so many of these, I can't remember them. No, huge fair, big, big top, all that stuff going coming to North Alabama. Big fairgrounds that's there all the time just for this fair when it comes. I remember the man who was in charge of it set up this big promotion with us giving away tickets and yep. stuff and he was at the radio station two or three times and since i did the copywriting and yeah. then the promotions and yep. all of that i did most of the dealing with him so i was out there i remember on the first day and this guy comes wandering up and he's dressed like a clown yeah and he comes up and he begins to berate me because he doesn't <laughs> think we did the promotion correctly oh. and you know inside your your pancreas hurts a little bit and you're like oh geez i've upset oh, a client yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah. and then all of a sudden it turns and i think to myself i'm catching heck from a clown yeah a clown is yelling at me this is the most <laughs> surreal thing i have ever is done this in my really life. happening and he finally finishes and he says and i'll be calling on monday morning and i'm thinking to myself what are you gonna say tears of a clown english beat on rock school Time to play one more before the bottom of the hour. So let me throw something out. And I want to talk a little bit more about this. Every year, and you've done this, it's got to be for the past seven years or so. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. You are a fortune teller. Yes, I am. In our little development here, it's about three miles all the way around. In our little development, it, it it's sort of the party. That's, I mean, everybody comes in, they shut the gates. Yes, we live in a gated community. Be impressed. It's only gated halftime. That's right. When the gate's broken, (laughs) come on in. But they shut the gates. So it's only the people who have been invited in because, you know, we're better than you. And it's just kids everywhere. They just don't want cars going around. And you dress up as a fortune teller each year. Yeah. And here's the funny thing. Okay. We've had we invite both our kids' classes. Right. Everybody just come. Fifty kids, you know, uh, and their la- parents. Well, last year we had over three hundred trick or treaters. Easily. That Easily. weren't you know included in in our groups that were here. But what's fun is that there are families that won't come to our Christmas party because you're a fortune teller. You mean Halloween party or a Halloween party? What did yeah, I say? You said Christmas. Oh, That's I'm, okay. I'm very you're very, very ahead sorry. Of I'm 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 dumb as a tree. <laughs> um, because you're a fortune yeah. teller, and they feel it is somehow against their religion. Right. But here's the fun fun thing: you openly admit. That all you have are, you know, these rags hanging over you. You bought a really nice set of tarot cards. Oh, they're real. Yeah, steampunk tarot cards down in the French Quarter from yeah. the occult store. <laughs> yes, there's an occult store. And you make the statement that you make this stuff up off the top of your head. Right. It is pure, unadulterated horse plot. Well, I just read what the card says and have them do a, a three-card draw. 
But it's horse plop what it, you tell it is. them. It is. And what's funny is, and I have reasons why, people walk away amazed at how good at this you are. They compliment you to me as they're leaving. She really knows me. I, does she have a gift? Yeah, for BS, but well, yeah. What's so funny, though, is is some of the kids that aren't supposed to come by... When their pa- when their parents you know leave yeah. later on that evening, yep. I'll get like ten of them that come over and they're like, "Don't tell my mom, but I want my fortune." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm oh, not going to tell your mom." The replacements, lay it down, clown, here on Rock School. Would you like to know a couple reasons, according to psychologists and psychiatrists, why people believe what you say in your fortune-telling bit? Sure. It says here, psychology suggests uh, that it's easy. Humans look for the easiest answers, and fortune-tellers offer that. That's the main thing. Yeah. It also says here, people do not like to make decisions. If someone else is making the decision for you, all the better. Many times I have looked at people and go, what do you want to do? It's because inside of my brain, oh God, don't choose. Because if you do. And you choose wrong. Yeah, you choose wrong and it's on you. It says here, it's also easier to believe what's happening to you is beyond your power. Oh my. It's not you. You didn't screw up. There's some force against you. Absolutely. Also, it says here, destiny is very easy to believe in, and those who want you to keep coming back and giving the money are going to give you a destiny that is much nicer than you will be hit by a That's bus true. on Flag That's Day. That's true. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm just a gorger who does fortunes. That's exactly all I am, that. man. And if you know what the word gorger means, I know what television shows you're watching. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, I'm Joe Burns. You I'm, are? Oh, I'm Tammy Burns. Here are the hip and cool rock and roll dates. October 23 all the way through October 29th. You, fortune Woman, have Monday go. October 23rd, 2016, dead or live, lead singer Pete Burns dies of a heart attack at age 57. Probably because of all of the plastic surgery he had done. He mm. just put his body through heck. October 24, 1992, End of the Road by Boys to Men ties Elvis Presley's Don't Be Cruel Hound Dog as the longest running number one single. October 25th, 2011, Steven Tyler falls in a shower in Prague, knocking out two teeth. A local dentist fixes him up and per- and he performs the next day. Yeah, if you want to read online, there's something going on with Steven Tyler. We're recording the show a little early, so he may have very well already said what the concern was, but I believe it was a South American tour that they canceled dates and a lot of people are of the opinion he had a heart attack although he said through his publisher says no he didn't have a heart attack so we'll I mean we'll see where that that falls October 26 1998 Fats Domino is given the National Medal of Arts from US President Bill Clinton October 27th Lou Reed dies of liver disease in New York at age 71 October 28 1978 Kiss star in the TV movie Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park Uh, there was a, a magazine that went along with that as well. Comic book. Of course book. there was. Printed in real kiss blood. Right, right, right. That's what it said. <laughs> October 29, 1983, Pink's Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Its album breaks the record for most weeks on the Billboard album chart when it eclipses Johnny's Greatest Hits by Johnny Mathis. 491 weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta play one. Death of a Clown. Kinks on Rock School. Mommy. 
Coming out of the kinks. Now, these are the listings that drive me crazy. All right. The most popular candies in each state. Ooh, it's, yeah. Tell me, tell it's me. It's put together by CandyStore.com. And last year, I think they listed Swedish Fish as the number one Louisiana candy. They did. Right. And everybody... There's only one problem with that. Nobody eats Swedish Fish that I know about. If, if I tried to give away Swedish fish, no one and would I did, want them. I did one year. Yeah, and no guess what was la- yeah. left at the end of the I, night? I'll bet kids took dum dums over Swedish fish. Uh, they throw both of them. Yeah, not they, good. They just look at you like, "Come on, lady." But here's the thing: CandyStore.com caught so much flack about that. What they did this year, and if you go to CandyStore.com, you'll find it. They printed the statistics that they were basing this off of, and it yeah. has to do with pounds of each candy sold so i guess candies that are heavier win i don't know know. know. but it listed all the stats so i feel a little better telling you this year welcome to the great state of louisiana what do we do lemon heads come on again i've never seen a human being eat a lemon head here in the great state of louisiana the only time i give out lemon heads if Uh it's in one of those big bags of candy and it's one of the five that yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. west virginia Blow Pops. Hmm? I'm doing states that uh, we have affiliates. Yeah, and such okay. In. Good deal. Alabama, your hometown. Candy Corn. Well, I love me some candy corn. I but agree with that. I can't imagine. Ohio, my home state. Blow Pops. Really? Yeah, no. That's all I, y'all do up there? I can't You're remember. A bunch of big blowheads, but I can't Blow Pops? remember the last time I ate a Blow Pop. No. Uh, California, we have an affiliate out there. M&M's. Oregon, we have an affiliate out there. Peanut butter cups. Idaho, candy corn. What about, uh, don't we have someone in Wisconsin? Yeah. No, Minnesota. Minnesota, that's right. Minnesota. Sorry about that, folks. Tootsie Pops. Oh, come on now. I agree. Colorado. You guys are not eating Tootsie Pops. Colorado, Milky Ways. And Pennsylvania, M&M's. So in some states, well, it makes sense. Pennsylvania, I get it because of Hershey. Right. It's right there in it's town. It's right there. Except, you're eating except it. M&Ms are made by they're M&Ms. Mars. They're Mars. Yeah, they're Mars. Yeah, yeah you're right. That should was not right. Should be the Hershey right. bar. Should be the Hershey bar. Should be the, should be the chocolate kiss. Yeah, should be. Because that is perfection. Ha ha, said the clown. Yarbirds on Rock School. Ha ha, said the clown. As the king lost his crown, as the night being tight on romance. Coming into the second break, have you noticed a trend over the past few years that all, and I mean all, women's outfits for Halloween must be sexy something? Yes. Sexy Hogwarts student, sexy cancer patient, sexy zombie, sexy nurse, whatever it is, it's sexy. And many times it falls flat because of the original concept of it all. Okay. So why? Yeah, why? Why has this happened? Well, Amanda Halley, H-A-L-L-A-Y, a professor teaching fashion at LIM College in New York, suggests it used to be that if a woman wanted to dress sexy, it was a specific costume devoted to sex. She would dress up as a hooker or a madam or something like that. However, 
it turned, according to this Amanda Haley, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but she says the sexy trend began with Britney Spears video, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Okay, the schoolgirl. Right, the sexy schoolgirl, the sexy girl in a Catholic, you know, right. outfit, you know, coming up to uh, to show this stuff. She said it was also the time of low-rise jeans and baby doll tops, and people emulated it and took it from there. Also, she states, Halloween is a time when you get to step outside of who you are for a short while, and a woman who would never once think about showing that much skin for a day gets to see what the world is like. And she also gives one more warning. Gentlemen, don't read too much into it. It's a fantasy, and right. it's probably nothing she's going to act out. Right. So it's fun <laughs> for the day. And I, you know, this has nothing to do with what this uh, professor said, uh-huh. but... I, I lecture to my kids on avatars and things like that and making people sims, that kind of thing. And I ask them, why is it that when we are allowed to create a new world, like in Sims or some avatar game, yeah. we don't create a happy place where everybody shares? Think Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. We create a horrible place. So for that day, you kind of get to be a little dirty but again, don't read too much into it because come Monday morning, we're right back in accounts receivable wearing the pants suit. Hey, the, be- the best sexy that we ever had yeah. was a Harry Potter. The sexy it, Harry Potter? It was yeah. a sexy Har- Harry Potter. It was hilarious. It was. It was more funny than sexy. Uh, and not that they, they didn't have a great body because yeah. they did. But it was just, it was like a big adult person squeezed into the Harry Potter exactly. costume. It, and it was funny. It, I, I thought it was humorous too. Remember one year somebody came as sexy Sarah Palin? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, who's listening to us? Oh my gosh, I hope they're still listening. WXZY and Kane PA. Kane, Pennsylvania, you know ladies what, and gentlemen. You know what they're doing M&Ms. in Kane PA? Eating M&Ms. Oh, they've got up some corn mazes going on. Oh, that was that was big in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has corn oh, yeah. mazes like you've never seen. Right, and they would hide a clown or a rodeo clown or a zombie or something. You'd come around the corner, boo! That oh, was fantastic. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Now look, I ran across this website and I thought it was a joke, but I think this woman's as serious as a heart attack. It's something called Local Magazine. You know, the day of Halloween, yeah. you, you make your decision of the hierarchy of your candy. First, it's the full-size Snickers Spread bars. Spread it out on the table. You Put got it into it. piles. Right. What are you keeping? What right. are you, you know? Yeah. When the good ones are gone, then... Maybe the peanut butter cups, and when they're gone, maybe the Milky Ways, and when they're gone, you're down to the Three Musketeers. Yeah. And then finally, you get to those candies that literally no one will eat. Right. You either throw them away or leave them up in your cabinet forever and a day. No, I don't throw it away. What do you do with it? What? You don't remember what I do with it? You, I you do. do. This is here. a radio show. Okay. What do you do with it, All Tammy? right. Well, I save it, and I put it on my gingerbread house for right. Christmas. Right. So it's pretty. 
It is. You're not supposed it's, to it's eat all, a gingerbread it's house. It's all stuff that no one's going to eat. So exactly. there you go. Well, this woman, and I don't have her name, and I feel bad about that, from local magazine, it's what to do with candy no one wants. Ready, ready, ready? Tell me. Neckos. Use them as poker chips for kids. And the thing is, I know that sounds weird, gambling for kids. We used poker and blackjack to teach our kids adding, subtracting, and how to put together numbers very quickly. Now they're taking everybody's money at school, right? That's how horrible parents we are. Uh, (laughs) Everlasting gobstoppers make a mini cornhole game. You know that uh, game before the football games? It's got a slanted piece of wood in a hole. Yeah, I don't see me doing that. You don't? Bit of honey, she says, drop it in your tea. She said it gives it a really? really interesting honey flavor. And at the end, what's left of the little okay, uh, the I little might candy do that. Mm-hmm. is pretty good. Circus peanuts, use them as arts and crafts. Charleston Chew, she says, freeze them. She said, you'll love them frozen. Well, I got to try it now. Yep. I think this one's a joke. Caramel apple lint roller. Yeah, I think Ooh. that one's a joke. Candy corn, use them instead of chocolate chips. There's none left. Ever. I know, because you eat candy corn. Yeah, well, I'm from Alabama, you that's know. That's true, that's true, that's That's what true. we do over there. And I think this last one was a joke. Black licorice. Uh, she says, throw it away. <gasps> Sinner. <laughs> I know, that's one of your favorite that candies, That is my too. candy. Yeah, you grew up with bad candy. Everly Brothers, Kathy's Clown on Rock School. Don't want your love. here on Rock School and I wanted to ask one thing here this isn't in my notes but we have this thing in our house Mm -hmm. that is the candy and all four of us have it you me the son the daughter we all have that candy that we like but no one else will eat it's the safe candy if I come home with a little pack of Hershey bars I mean the kids descend upon them like an eagle tines bear oh yeah get out of of the chocolates though and then we all have our each individual flavor and yours is disgusting well I what tipped me off was you talking about how much you like black licorice because and 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 our daughter does as well you can come home with a bag of black licorice. You could set it out with a big neon arrow pointing at it, and I wouldn't eat it if you put a gun to my head. I think it's repulsive. Okay, now tell them what you like. I love those spearmint leaves, those $1 bag spearmint leaves. Yeah. I do also like the orange slices, but nowhere near as much as the spearmint leaves. No, and that, again, those spearmint leaves can sit in the cabinet, yeah, and no one else will touch them. I could leave it on the counter with a sign that says, a dollar for everyone you eat, kids, and they won't. Yeah. My son, and I think this is on a American, he won't eat chocolate. Yeah. And we learned this the hard way on his first birthday. You made him this big chocolate cake, this big fluffy chocolate cake, and he wouldn't eat it. And we kept shoving it in his face. Kid, eat the cake. And it had nothing to do with it. We thought, what's the matter with this kid? He didn't like the taste of it. Right. And still yeah. doesn't. What's what's our daughter's candy that no one will eat? That no one will eat? She likes all those sour... Oh, that's right. She likes Ugh. overly sour stuff. Blah, it's blah, disgusting. Blah, blah. So that wraps up the, uh, the show. We're going to finish with Def Leppard and Photograph, where they say, look at this rock and roll clown. Again, it... It's a whole lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It really is. And if it's still playing at your local theater and you haven't seen it, you should really go because it really is a lot of fun. It's funny, dirty, dirty language all the way through. I can't wait until the second one comes out. I'm so excited that they're not going to just leave me hanging there. I want to see those people more. The characters in the movie, you're going to love them. Yeah, you'll like every single one of them. So... 
That's that. Happy Halloween, Happy Jenny. Halloween to you, too. All right. And go. all you folks out there. Let's go hand out candy. I'm going to go buy some red balloons. Def Leppard wraps us up. And that's going to do it. Class is dismissed. <laughs>